Today's program is brought to you by Magic Mind, the world's first productivity drink. Well, that's a bold claim, but this is a bold drink that fits all its essential ingredients into a two-ounce shot. Proven ingredients like lion's mane for memory, elasticity, cordyceps mushrooms for natural energy, and essential hormones like vitamin D3. Did you know that roughly 80% of Americans are vitamin D deficient? Another reason to make Magic Mind a part of your morning routine or evening, I don't judge. Whatever you do at night is your business. Just make Magic Mind a part of it. Now here's some things they asked me to say. A two ounce shot gives you five to seven hours of sustainable productivity. Our magical combinations of 12 active ingredients, including nootropics and adaptogens, is scientifically designed by experts to improve energy, focus, mood, productivity, and decrease stress. Carbon Neutral USA startup based in Silicon Valley, so far we've helped over 5,000 people with procrastination, fatigue, brain fog, ADD, and much more. More info can be learned at magicmind.co slash learn and at magicmind on Instagram. 10% off if you enter your email, plus additional discounts if you get a subscription. Once again, magicmind.co. Try it for two weeks and feel the difference for yourself. To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. No, I probably had COVID like 74 times. I have no clue and I don't care. Everybody likes Blanche. Because Blanche was a pig who took it. Did you smell your poop? Did you learn anything? Did you read about the dog story? Who the f- is my ex-girlfriend who I despise calling me? A lot to blame on the news. It's a lot to blame on Anthony Fauci, that f- Italian leprechaun. Almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f- yourself. Positivesarcasm.com. Record here. Spare part studio. Like, subscribe, share. Did I just spit on myself? Like, subscribe, share, donate. Positivesarcasm.com. Slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Uh, if you want to find... If you want to find this podcast, anywhere where audio podcasts are available, including now on Substack. So if you want to like, subscribe there, go ahead and do so. You can also, if you want to download and stream it directly from my website, positivesarcasm.com, you are more than welcome to do so. Turn down the coffee house music. Um, you can also, I don't know. What else can you do? <gasps> I know what else you can do. You can go and check out the video version, which is available on Rumble, uh, rumble.com at Positive Sarcasm, or Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm if you are grandma. And so those are the two portions you can fit there. I also just dropped a new article. Um, this one, I'm dressed like the fucking Unabomber 2.0. Uh, the Great Reschlep is available on rumble.com and it's also available on my website positivesarcasm.com and it is also available on substack or if you are a subscriber to the podcast it is available on the podcast feed so any uh any blogs that i do will be available in the audio version through the website or I didn't, that's not how I wanted to word this, fucking idiot. I'm on Magic Mind for the first time during the sponsorship, and I'm already sounding stupid. It is, if you are a subscriber to the podcast in the audio, audio version, you will get the blogs as well. I don't put them out very often, but when I do, you'll be able to get them. You won't miss a thing. I promise. That being said, 
that's pretty much anywhere to find me. Of course, supporting is easy. PositiveSarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount's appreciated. Positive Sarcasm at Outlook.com if you want to reach me directly. Just make sure you put a, a subject in there. And, of course, I check spam. Spam! So don't worry. Your email will not get missed. And, of course, you can contact me directly through my website as well. So there it is. There's there's all the stuff there's that you need. That's all the stuff that, that you need to go and do the thing that you got to do. I am... So, um, I want to talk about the sponsor because I want to, if it was, if it was a crappy sponsor, I would be like, well, this shit sucks, but thanks for the free stuff. But this stuff, where is it? This little shot. Okay. This is a company called Magic Mind. Um, so it's essentially new. It's, it's got, it's got all kinds of crazy stuff in it. A lot of it I know about. Um, if you're listening to this, the podcast, the, the ad is basically running for the next 15 weeks on the video and audio version of the podcast. Now, it essentially, it's just a shitload of like natural nootropics and energy stuff that is actually scientifically proven to increase a lot of these things. Um, and it's these are phenom- like phenomenal supplements that um, I would absolutely fit into my daily or nightly uh, supplement intake, such as Lion's Mane or uh, cordyceps mushrooms, which you can find in certain Onnit products. And these are like Lion's Mane memory elasticity. Memory elasticity is like a big thing. Being able to stretch the limits of what your brain can actually hold so you can actually carry a conversation and not sound completely stupid. These are things that it's really, really important if you wanna make it through daily existence. But this product actually has it. Um, Now, what is my reaction to this little tiny bottle um, is it a lot like five hour energy? I mean, if you're going to compare it to a little tiny shot, what are you going to compare it to? Well, five hour energy is, I'm not going to lie, a good product and it's an enjoyable product. It's got an, it's got a lot of caffeine that'll get you through your day. It's got a lot of B12, which I think is excellent for you. And you really can't, in my opinion, you know, doctors would maybe disagree. There's no real limit to the amount of B12 you can take, but that's essentially what, uh, five-hour energy is is basically b12 and caffeine whereas this has a ton of natural supplements in it that help with increased energy naturally not necessarily just not really caffeine but more of on a different a different way of doing it and on top of that the energy part i was not even looking for in this product but the actual nootropics and the stuff that helps with your mind is the thing i'm absolutely always diving into because you guys know i'm a huge fan of alpha brain um, taking it religiously and that thing really it really does increase my ability to not act like a total idiot uh, the entire day now w- what um, there are I'm gonna talk about the good the bad which there really isn't any at least for me and then the overall um, uh, synopsis of and I've only been on this for one day like I took this this morning so Let's just run down to it. So Magic Mind is essentially, it's a new startup company. They're com- they're coming out of Silicon Valley. Not my favorite place in the world. Facebook started there. But not really started there, but that's kind of where they are now, I think. Anyways, um, let's, let's stick to the product. Let's not talk shit about other companies. Let's focus on this one. So Magic Mind is a startup company out of Silicon Valley. Uh, they've been sending out samples, and they, they wanted me to jump on board the bandwagon. I told them I'd do it under certain conditions. They're like, that's fine. Great. Cool. So I built an ad for them, and then I tried this morning. It says you can drink it on an empty stomach. I would caution against that if you have a sensitive stomach like me so it's, it says drink it with your caffeine okay so i have coffee at about 5 a.m to about 5 30 and then by about seven o'clock i'm basically in my car doing what i need to do i drank this on the way to work 
I instantly felt nauseous. Now, did that last? No, because within 10 minutes I was eating soup and I was putting food in my stomach and I felt better. I'm like, okay, so maybe this product is not for me in terms of like drinking on an empty stomach. But when it comes to eating food and then taking it, I was perfectly fine. So I went from being nauseous to within about an hour talking to the fucking trees. Like I literally was like, I'm on another level here. Like I felt like, like the first time that I took Alpha Brain, it was just like, okay, okay, okay. And then the caffeine kicked in and then I was off to the races. And my ability to task, not multitask, because that's just the ability to do multiple things poorly, but the ability to ta master tasks one at a time and try to tackle things seemingly got better and better throughout the day um, without any real, and I'm a high stress person. So basically if something comes up, I'm like, Oh geez, that's, and I freak out. But this time it was a little more subdued. And then my energy level was sustained throughout the day. And I did not get a good night's sleep last night. But despite that, I was able to cognitively get through the day without any troubles, explain high, uh, highly technical and, you know, broad based things with ease and with enthusiasm, even though the situations didn't necessarily call for it. Now, the so overall, and this lasted from basically in the morning when I started using it, and it's cruising through to it's what six, seven o'clock at almost seven o'clock at night, and I'm still going. And this is a one little shot. That basically has it's two fluid ounces, 15 calories, a couple carbs, which is mostly sugar, vitamin C, some sodium. Nothing wrong with sodium. Sodium is actually excellent for you. Without sodium, your body drowns. Keep that in mind. Next time you leave the salt out, you may want to put it back in. Um, but then all the other supplements that are just in unison, If I, I feel like if I have food in the morning, I have my coffee, and then at 7 o'clock or whatever, I have my food, and then I take this afterwards, I think I have the perfect com perfect combination of nutrients, supplements, and caffeine for this to absolutely be the difference between, well, the difference between being, being stupid and being co uh, competent, in my opinion. So these are, this is important because I really, really try to be as uh, on point as possible um, and to fit as much into my day as possible. And I've been struggling lately because I've been cycling off of Alpha Brain for the past couple weeks and it's taken its toll. And I feel like with this product, I'm right back to where I was. Um, and even with, and with plus more, more oomph and more energy to get it done. So that's where the energy really kicked in for me. Um, and that was the part I was not looking for in this product. I was just looking for the smats, but I didn't know that the energy was, I didn't, I just, I'm like, oh, I totally need that, but it's still there. I, I'm just, I'm still firing at this point. Now I know I'm not the brightest bulb in the world, um, but I do feel like I am functioning significantly better to this product. I don't feel like I'm on a placebo. Um, well, I know I'm not on a placebo because I know some of these products very, very well and I've taken them and they've had significant improvement in my cognitive function overall. And the cordyceps mushrooms is an energy thing that's naturally proven. It's in nootropics. It's just one of those things. It's in energy supplements, natural energy supplements. You're going to find it. You're going to find it a lot more. So um, I did make a mistake though. So now the average person takes about, 
if you were to be sufficient in vitamin D per se, you'd have about like, uh, you know, 5,000 IUs in your system. That's like uh, 25, that's like 50 micrograms, okay? If you were nutrient, if you were nutrient efficient or efficient in the amount of hormone that is vitamin D. Um, a lot of people take 10,000 because if you, your body doesn't absorb everything that you take, whether it's food or supplementation, your body kind of absorbs some of it or most of it. And then some of it just kind of like goes away or gets discreet, excreted or gotten rid of, um, or flushed now, but I took 10,000, which is about the maximum that I personally would want to take as far as vitamin D supplementation. I look, I didn't read the label and it turns out that this has also 252 micrograms of vitamin D. That puts me at 20,000 IUs for the day. That's not good, at least for me. Um, from what I understand, a lot of the research that I've done, if you take, so taking, having too little, too little vitamin D is one of the reasons scientifically proven 80 per, over 80% of the population, uh, roughly 80% of the population is, is extremely deficient in vitamin D. And it's one of those things that is one of the reasons that was causing uh, a lot of craziness during the pandemic. It, apparently there was a huge link between lack of vitamin D and severe illness from COVID. So that being said, vitamin D became a hot topic. Now, having too much vitamin D can also be a major factor. It has been it has been proven and there's been a lot of studies and there's been cases like medical cases where people taking too much vitamin D tend to lose a lot of weight, become sick, become weak, and also have like joint and muscle issues and it it becomes a significant problem because vitamin D isn't just a supplement it's actually a hormone um so it's really important that you find that that real level of where of what you're supposed to be taking taking too much is horrible for you not having any is horrible for you it's just like anything else balance so if uh when i am taking this i will not take a vitamin d supplement at all because if i want to be at 10,000 ius or 250 micrograms all i need is what's in this drink so that's another thing for you guys who don't order, if you don't buy vitamin D the, in the pill form and you just and you just decide you're gonna have this drink, this is going to have more than enough vitamin D for you to be uh, where with the amount that you need to have during your day, hands down. The, now, how does it taste? Eh, well, it doesn't taste like garbage. It tastes like you're having like a, a, a little tiny smoothie that's got a hint of spice to it. Um, but it doesn't taste horrible. It just it tastes like a you know like a like like you're just getting like some type of like nutrient shake or whatever. But you pound it and you're done with it. Um, and that's pretty much so my overall take from it. Uh, I I prefer I recommend take it with food after you've had your coffee or your tea in the morning. And I think that you're truly gonna see a difference in your performance and in your mental cognitive your cognitive functions throughout the day noticeably instead of just crashing after and going for that second cup of coffee. Um, that being said, would you, would I recommend this or would I recommend five hour energy? I would, if honestly, if you were to stock up on something, I would stock up on something like this. I don't, I don't have a problem with five hour energy. I really don't, but I think this would have a lot. This would be a, um, a lot more useful in terms of getting your daily fill of, you know, brain food and proper supplementation, all rolled up into one. 
plus the energy to go with it. And there's nothing wrong with feeling a little smarter throughout your day. Um, so overall, I think it's I think it's a really good product. I'm glad they hit me up. I'm glad they they offered uh, you know to be a part of this if only for a little while. I I'm I'm a fan. So if you want to go out and check out their site and, and go to magicmind.co uh, slash learn or just go to magicmind.co and you can go look and get 10% off. Um, you don't have to use my promo code or anything like that. Just go right there. There's 10% off. You throw in your email. If you subscribe, you get an even bigger discount. It's either 15 doses or 30 doses. And then that's it. So Magic Mind comes a little tidy bot bottle. Uh, it's best if refrigerated. And um, yeah. Rock on. Good job. I, I mean, I hope it takes off. I hope it becomes a big thing. And, uh, you know, this is why this is capitalism right here. But they also do some other important stuff. They do some shit for the environment um, and uh, a few other things as well. But all that matters is what it does to your brain and what it did for mine today. Whew, I can't thank you enough. You know, I'm a big fan of Alpha Brain. I'm a big fan of Neuro One. I'm a big fan of Nootropics. I'm a big fan of, you know, Five Hour Energy. And I'm a big fan of this. So absolutely check this out first chance you get. Um, I don't think you'll regret it. If you can afford to add some real supplementation into your diet, I highly recommend that you make this uh, part of it as well. So uh, that being said, what the hell time is it on this freaking podcast? Because I can't tell. There we go. It is. Okay, that was what, 15 minutes? Okay, not bad. All right, so there you go, Magic Mind. I'll put this right here next to the Jim Beam bottle. And I wanted to get to some articles. Um, what else do we have to talk about here? So, okay, Whew. there we go. I got, and also today, I mean, it was like st sticky notes of like to-dos. I was just all over that stuff. So, hmm. good news, I also got my server well, I did originally get my server running, but then there was an issue with it. But I have successfully recovered all of my data uh, for PositiveSarcasm.com over the last eight years. So um, I will be getting the server going. It's it's nice. It's a Z440 workstation with Intel Xeon processors. Um, the thing is a beast. So that thing is my official server going forward. I do have backup servers just in case, but this thing is an actual server server. This is not like in the original days where I found a... A, a dual core processor on the side of the road in the, in the road in the middle of the rain. This is an actual workstation for storing large amounts of data, um, and I'm very thankful to have it. So that's uh, that's great, you know. And uh, once again, what did I pay for it? Nothing. So moving on, um, I'm going to talk about some of my least favorite people, and then we're going to move on to uh, some other silliness. So there was a situation where. Um, I saw this article and I'm like, all right, you got me. Let's let's jump right into it. So from this is from Decider and generally just celebrity news is not something that I like to like get involved with, but this is a show that needs to die. So we're gonna talk about it more and hopefully one day like Crossfire, it does. Um, this is uh, from Decider.com, uh, courtesy of Greta Bjornsson. Let me pop this up on the screen there. There we go. Whoopi Goldberg says The View is calmer without Meghan McCain. Quote, nobody wants to be that tired every day. So she says that her days on The View are more than peaceful after the departure of a certain cast member. The talk show moderator, <clears throat> excuse me, 
who has been sharing her thoughts at the Hot Topics table since 2007, slyly dissed Megan McCain, who left The View in 2021 after four seasons on the show. McCain, who has been gone for over four a year now, was replaced recently by another conservative commentator, Alyssa Farah Griffin. After McCain departed her gig, the for the uh, after McCain departed her TV gig to write for the Daily Mail, Goldberg says life on the set of The View has quieted down. "Quote: It's calmer because nobody wants to be that tired every day," uh, she told Page Six. She added, we're always had disagreements and stuff, but this one was a little bit different. I think the show, it's better. I feel it's better, but I'm still tired. Goldberg admitted that another change since McCain's exit used to used to get called out for her uncomfortable reactions during McCain's time on The View, including comments from her own daughter, who would tell her, I can see your face, Goldberg says. Uh, okay, I'll be better. And I would say... Uh, Goldberg left her comment at that, but we already know her relationship as McCain has soured. We don't want to look too far back for proof. McCain, who recounted her years in The View in her memoir, Bad Republican, accused Goldberg of turning on her while she was on the show. The thing about Whoopi, though, is that she yields so much power in culture and television, and once she turns on you, it can create unfathomable tension at the table, McCain wrote in an excerpt first published by Variety last year. She added, I found her open disdain for me, uh and more difficult to manage as the years went on and it became more frequent. Occasionally, if the show's political discourse veered into territory that she found disagreeable, Whoopi would cut me off sometimes harshly. Goldberg hasn't exactly hidden her disdain for McCain, either seemingly shaded her old host uh, on the February episode of The View and brushed off McCain's accusation of a toxic work environment on the show when the asked by the paparazzi of course this is all in addition to goldberg and mccain's deeply uncomfortable and frequent clashes in the view while they still co-hosted the show together they are too many to hit them all but goldberg yelling at mccain i don't care that you don't care said mccain throwing a fit over goldberg cutting her off stand uh of some sort of most middle blah, 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 blah. okay um who is I, I got a question here hold on a second who uh let's see cast of the view i wonder is joy is joy babor still there okay so it's virginia hamilton sunny hostin joy behart and whoopi goldberg all right or is it c who's who else is there megan mccain shane Hayes, sherry shepherd okay um hold on hold on let me let me get something straight here Let's just throw this out. Why does this show still exist? This show, um, is a disaster. It's not a news show. It's not a show about journal journalism. It's not a show about honest talking points. It's literally a bunch of retards watched by an, a bigger group of retards that serves no purpose. This show has to end. It's it's a useless fucking show. I'm getting annoyed just looking at these people. Um, and I've seen... First of all... Remember, I remember when they clapped during like... Oh my god! The president's being indicted! And then I remember what Brittany... I never remember what Whitney, Whoopi Goldberg said about if you chose not to get... Whether or not you got jabbed. She's like, I don't care. Things that Joy Behar has said about gun control. That's literally a topic she fucking knows nothing about. Just like every other topic. And then the fact that you have this... This... Uh, people. People actually sit there. Like, you actually go 
to the show and you sit down and you watch and you clap. <laughs> I agree because I have no other thoughts other than yours. <laughs> it's like you are an idiot. You are. This, there's, in my opinion, there's not. If you watch a show where there's nothing to learn from, where there's nothing to learn from it, I think. Yeah, if you watch a show where there's absolutely nothing to learn from it, you're becoming a dumber person. If you watch Family Guy, you can actually learn shit from Family Guy. If you watch South Park, you can actually learn something from South Park. Hell, even... If you watch Keeping Up With The Kardashians, there is something to learn about that. There's plenty to learn about Kim Kardashian and her stupid-ass family. There's a lot to actually be learned there. You actually can honestly learn something from Keeping Up With The Kardashians. You will actually unlearn if you watch The View. An absolutely useless show with absolutely useless people. Whoopi Goldberg used to be an amazing comic, an excellent uh, actress, and a big time Hollywood icon. Now, she's on a garbage daytime TV show wedged between General Hospital and Days of Our Fucking Lives probably. Nobody gives a shit about her. And somehow, she's still making waves with that idiot with the orange hair. She's absolutely fucking pathetic. They're all absolutely useless. And I'm not backing up Meghan McCain. Meghan McCain uh, is just like, whatever. But she's not on the show anymore. She left. She left. Barbara Walters left. Roseanne got fired. Doesn't surprise me. But the show still exists. I mean, they, I'm, I'll be honest with you. The only reason it does exist is because they haven't found another garbage enough show to fill up the time time slot that can bring the numbers. Now, I don't know how many people watch fucking uh, The View. Let me, let me look at, let's find out. Let's see. The View. Um, what's their viewership? Is it viewership? Is that what I'm looking for? Viewership. Viewership uh, numbers. See what that pumps up. Okay. Uh, TV ratings. Um, the View. TV ratings. Season four way down. Oh, that's Westward. Uh, the View did bring in anything. Two point. Wait. During her four season run, the average ship is two point seven. All those numbers. Blah blah blah. Ratings. Streaming. Blah 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 blah. Da 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 da. He <laughs> Oh. So uh, ratings. The View. TV. Ratings. Let's take a look here. That <laughs> one star on fucking IMDb. That's funny shit. <laughs> uh, let's go to news. Um, wow. Nothing. 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 Nothing at all. Okay, so there's no nudical, no no nudies, no news articles about it. Ratings, Adweek, CNNB, MSNBC, The View, Talk Show. So 2.8, okay, this is 2021. The talk is still closing the gap with The View. The View is averaging 1 million more total viewers than the talk per day. So 1 million people, now, 1 million people, do the, does 1 million people actually watch that? Or is it just on like, you know, TVs just randomly in like, you know, healthcare centers and airports and all that other bullshit. 
Um, here it is. August 18, 2022. Let's see how much this pile of garbage gets. The view manages to reach an average of 2.4 million total viewers for its season. Okay, for its season? Okay, the show managed to reach 2.2 million viewers and it was the number one ranked show in households. What households are watching this garbage? Um, so, wait, total? Wait, this is, no, no, something's not right here. Something's not right. I gotta, okay. The, okay, the view, TV rating per, per episode. Sorry, I got a broken P button. <laughs> huh. I am fucking, I'm, no. It can't be. This pile of horseshit gets 3 million views per episode? How the fuck is that po That can't be possible. If that's possible, I should kill myself right now. Where is it? Three days ago. Uh, the 10th season of The View averaged 3.5 million viewers per episode. That has got to be a fucking lie. Ugh. Fucking terrible. That's disgusting. So there's so you're telling me there's 3.5 million. Well, okay. If a quarter of the United States is mentally handicapped, then 3.5 million viewers per episode makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the dumbest of the dumb on one side of the voting booth actually watch this garbage. Um, that's fucking. I, I, how is that right though? I don't. I don't know how that's right. That just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right. It seems like people just leave it on. Like when you walk in, if you work for like a, I don't know, like an administrative office and a TV's on, there's that's the that's the shit that plays in the office there. It's just sitting there. And then boring ass women on their break, uh, you know, with nothing else to do but, you know, flick through Instagram and Facebook or just sitting there watching this pile of shit. You know? So it's like, I don't, I don't buy any of this. I think it's just because it's on and it's free, people watch it. But let's be honest, in your average day, don't you want to actually feel something other than stupid? So why would you actually watch this? Don't you want to like, I don't know, read a book or listen to like a radio lab podcast or uh, go on YouTube and learn about the moon landing or something to that effect? I mean, anything that would maybe make you more intelligent, and more interesting to talk to? That's the whole point of this. That's the point I'm trying to get at here. Why would you watch this show if it doesn't make you more intelligent and more interesting to be around? This, if you actually went to, like, let's say you went to a barbecue. Let's say you went to a barbecue and there's like 15, 20 people there and everybody's having a good time. One person's talking about golfing. Another one's talking about their newborn fucking kid. And then there's one person like, I was watching The View today and then Joy Behar brought up this point about this, that, and the other thing. Everybody would look at you and go, you, everybody would look at you and go, you fucking watch The View? What are you, stupid? Nobody would be like, oh yeah, I saw that episode. Nobody would say that. If you'd be like, Oh yeah, well tell me about your kid. How was the childbirth? Was that pretty good? Oh, that's great. How how are they doing right now? Are they are they healthy? Yeah, everybody. Okay, great. That makes sense. 
And then the other person, oh, yeah, did you see the, uh, did you see the game this weekend? Ah, I don't really watch golf. No. Do you play? Yeah, I swing the clubs every now and then. Oh, sweet. What kind of clubs do you got? Oh, I got these. I got hickory. They're, they're hickory shafts and stuff like that. And it's like, hey, did you see the game last week? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Hey, how's your son? Is he in college? Yeah, he's doing pretty good. Uh, he's taking uh, business education, blah, 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 blah. And then there's the other person. It's like, did you see what Whoopi Goldberg said about Meghan McCain on the fucking blah, 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 blah? Nope. Get out of the house. I don't care if you're a housewife. Be an outside-the-house housewife. There is nothing for you inside if you're watching the show The View. It is an absolute toxic garbage bullshit show that the set should be literally put out in the street, covered in gasoline, and burned to the fucking ground. Honestly, the set should look like the scene of the Hindenburg when it caught onto flames. Seriously, 1936, Hindenburg burst into flames. That should be the set of The View absolutely 100% burn the whole fucking thing down fire everybody and every person that walks out that door who had a ticket to watch that pile of shit hit them in the fucking head because they will be so much smarter realizing that you actually hit knock some sense into them and that's it pile of garbage show not a fan I Colin I quite honestly I don't think anybody actually is a fan of the show I think it's all bullshit I really do. Why am I whispering? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Burped. Um, that's okay. We're allowed to burp. Oh, do I want to get to this? Yeah, maybe I should close up with this. Mm. We could skip Q&A. Fuck it. Uh, my executive producer, my associate producer, excuse me, uh, sent me an article. Oh, let me get rid of that picture. Whew, that was a rough one. Oh, I'll tell you, that was a rough one. Um, sent me a, an article about a New York professor, uh, courtesy of NYU, a.k.a. Woke University, uh, fired after, she said she was fired, says he was fired after 80 students complained the class was too hard. All right, let's get right to the meat and the potatoes of this shit. There's a growing debate over the firing of NYU chemistry professor who said the difficulty of his class ultimately led to his dismissal. Dr. Maitland Jones Jr. was fired from the universe, by the university earlier in 2022. Jones said he was let go after his students complained to the school that his ke organic chemistry class was too hard. More than 80 of his 350 students signed a petition claiming Jones was responsible for their failing grades. On Tuesday, NYU released a statement saying, in part, that there were multiple student complaints about his dismissiveness, unresponsiveness, condescension, 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 yeah, and lack of transparency about grading. In short, he was hired to teach and wasn't successful, spokesperson said, adding there were troubling indicators regarding his teaching, including a high rate of withdrawals. The course evaluation score for Jones, who the school said was hired for a year-long appointment to specifically teach organic chemistry, were by far the worst not only among members of the chemistry department, but among all the university undergraduate science courses. When Jones learned that he would not be returning, he stopped his he stopped grading his current current students' work entirely, according to the Schoolberg school board. But the supporters of the professor said his firing is unfair. Okay. The spokesperson said NYU disagrees with and is disappointed by the way the matter with Professor Jones has been characterized. The comment made it may be in reference to an article in the New York Times with which colleagues and other students defended Jones and his teaching methods, saying those who signed the petition were upset about their grades. The petition did not call for Jones to be terminated, a call for the, according to the Times. NBC reached out for blah, blah, blah. Okay, so article in the New York Times. I'm probably going to get like, a, oh, look at this guy. 
This is probably going to get flagged. Like, you want to subscribe? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Maitland Jones, respected professor, defends his standards. The student sign. Oh, look. Oh, I got to get rid of that picture. Hold on. I got to. Let me get rid of it. No, go away. Okay. So. Let's think about this here. You're going to supposedly a very prestigious university to learn something about chemistry. Chemistry. Okay. Now, chemistry is a very it, it's very hit or miss. So a little too much of this or a little less a little not enough of that or if you mix these two things together and if you take these compounds and you mix them with this compounds and you add it to oxygen, shit can get pretty weird. So it's not it's chemistry is one of those things where you kind of don't have any room for error. You know, back in the day when I was like five or six, you could actually buy chemistry sets and it taught you how to like take this compound and add to this compound and it would turn shit blue. And it was like, but then again, you can do that with Ajax. But it was a very interesting thought, very interesting thing that you could learn about. And like, I mean, how do you think they make meth? That's a, that's a very chemistry orchestrated process. Um, and if you make bad meth, you know, hmm, you know, you got to keep your customers coming back, you know. So if chemistry is hard, then no shit. And what do you expect? First of all, then I do have how hard could it have been? Like, how hard could it have been? It's fucking college and it's chemistry. Those are the two things I would never put together. Like, I would never even consider taking chemistry class in high school because I knew I would get slaughtered. Hell, I wasn't that bright. I couldn't even do geometry without failing or cheating. Um, <laughs> I still didn't pass. Um, so if you're taking chemistry class, you really be have, have to be on the ball. And this is uh, – NYU has been notorious lately for being a little too – Wokish. So if a bunch of people went into that class thinking they were going to get an easy grade and it turns out that they couldn't, well, what the fuck do you expect? You're going to a, 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 like an Ivy League type of university and you're going into a very difficult uh, set of classes. This isn't like you're going into like, you know, friggin' physical education or, you know, some other insert bullshit class. This is fucking chemistry. This is like where everything is you can't play around with this this is like it has to be this way or no way at all you know we build bombs using chemistry and if if you couldn't do well in this class well maybe you shouldn't have signed up for it i don't know how the semesters are, or the 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 electives are set up where if you have to take the certain course do you have to take chemistry or whatever i know how that used to work because i went to college regrettably for about two and a half years um before i decided let me cut my losses because i don't want to stay here anymore um dollars later i think that was the right decision the perfect decision would have been not to go at all but once again, it's college. You're spending your lot of you're spending a lot of money to go there and learn. And chemistry is something that you absolutely have to learn and master. So I think I'm kind of talking myself into essentially. I think I I'm backing the professor when it comes to all this. Um, otherwise, and here's the thing: when you start a class, if you don't like the class or you don't think it's going to work out for you, you can withdraw from the class uh, without getting a failing grade. Uh, very quickly, I think with like in the first month or so, and be like, this isn't for me. I'd like to transfer to another class, and then you can jump right on in. No harm, no no foul. And you know right away if the class isn't going to work out for you. 
so you can immediately switch to another class. You'll know, you'll be like, holy shit, this was way harder than I thought I was gonna be. And you could back out and go take fucking, I don't know, something stupid or something else closer, uh, closer to what you're trying to do. So um, I don't fault the professor in this point. I don't know how impossible, I mean, I've played a game, I played video games where the tasks were next to impossible. So that being said, uh, I don't know. Just don't take the class. I mean, if it's impossible, then just, yeah. I, I think I'm now. I'm just milking this. I think I just repeat overly repeating myself. Anyways, I think that's all I have to say about that. We still got uh, 30. I'm at 37 minutes. We should go ahead and uh, definitely get some Q and A in here. Uh, once again, if you want to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com/donate. Any amounts appreciated. Also, check out the Weeble app. The link is in the description down below. You'll get free stocks, and I'll get free stocks. You don't have to. All you have to do is deposit money, but you don't actually have to invest in anything as right now. So you don't want. You won't lose anything. It's essentially a free thing. You or you know, so just fucking do it. Also, if you want to try out my other sponsor, MagicMind.com or excuse me, magicmind.co, and you can learn all about the product and try it out for yourself. Um, I highly recommend it, and this is day one for me. Let's go ahead and get to some Q&A, and then we'll close up shop for today. What do we got going on? Let's go ahead and turn on second monitor. Yay, yay, yay. Oh, by the way, my new setup here. I raised the, uh, I got, I changed the seating up. I'm a little higher up. I got to switch the angle a little bit. Uh, I got to get some cushions for this, for this bistro t uh, chair, though, because, uh, not the most comfortable. I'm trying to like, you know, mitigate it with like a pillow, but not working. But hey, you know what? The show must go on. Uh, I, a who, 25 year old female, and my husband, who's a 30 year old male, got married last Friday. Yay! We planned our dream wedding down to our dream catering company. We planned our wedding. We planned our dream wedding down to our dream catering company. The wedding was beautiful after the pictures we headed to our cocktail hour. And that's when I saw her. My guests were all told to wear dark colors, so my husband and I stood out. I also asked my guests to wear minimal makeup. I assumed that I had applied to my staff too. The server, 19-year-old-ish, had clearly too much eyeliner. She had diamond studs in her ears, flashy ring, and one of those ugly nose studs. The staff's un- Uh-oh. Bridezilla alert. The staff's uniform was a black long sleeve shirt, but on her, it was too low cut and her pants were far too tight. Ooh, nice! It was super distracting, I'll say. She was walking around serving drinks and talking to my guests, I'll bet she was. I asked another member of the staff to speak to her, their boss. When their boss came out, I pointed out the server and asked that she could be dealt with because she was super distracting. Their boss apologized and called the server back into the kitchen. Not even an hour later, the server was back out serving food for dinner. I, uh, I called the boss over again and asked that the server could work in the back of her home. Her boss said they were short staffs, so we, so she would see what she can be, what can be done. After a couple hours of not seeing her, I saw the server again behind the bar. I called the boss out one last time and told her that if the server didn't leave, I would be calling the cops. The f boss finally relented and told the girl to go home. My husband and mother-in-law said I was acting crazy, uh, that I probably got a poor college kid fired over nothing. My mother and mother of maid of honor said it was my wedding so I can do as I please. It's my wedding and I don't want someone overshining me and the server should know that she's at work and not dress up so much. I do feel kind of bad she was pretty young. Am I the ass? You're worse than the ass. You're a fucking cunt. Um, Hopefully, 
nobody can wear as much makeup as me because I want to somehow look as least as ugly as possible. Everybody has to wear certain clothes, and God forbid you have a fucking nose stud. There's nothing wrong with nose studs. And this girl, who's 19 years old, is actually working, whereas most 19-year-olds right now are not working. She's working at night at your wedding, and you're just flipping. You're a fucking bridezilla. You suck. You just absolutely suck. Absolutely suck. You're a sucky person. You suck, suck, suckity, suck, suck, suck. So, um, and your mother and your maid of honor, they suck too. I get it. It is your wedding. I've repeated this several times in this podcast that it, the wedding is all about the bride and the groom. But that's when it comes to your guests. When it comes to the people who are busting your ass, serving your food, uh, taking care of the wedding accommodations, doing all the stuff that they get paid to do, that's a different animal. Okay, if she was running around with a fucking tube top, that's different. And who is she distracting? So far, the only people that she's distracting is you, you dumb bitch. That's the only person who she's distracting. I don't think it was an absolute issue at all. And then you say, I'm going to call the cops because somebody is looking better than me. You're a terrible fucking person. You're like, a, you are all sorts of horrible, all sorts of horrible. And your wedding is not going to last five. I, I, you know what? I give your marriage five years. Moving on. <laughs> uh, when COVID hit, my boyfriend and I, who already lived together, began spending... Uh, by the way, you can find these questions on dig.com under good question if you want to play along. When COVID hit, my boyfriend and I, who already lived together, began spending every waking minute together. As we were both working from home, I honestly loved it. I never get tired of him. For the past two years, I love that we've been able to eat lunch together every day, chat with each other between meetings, and be in each other's presence 24-7. Recently, he told me that his company would fund him renting an office at a co-working space, and he's going to do so. I offered him to come with him some days, and he said that he would be more productive if he went by himself. I can't help but be offended by this. I get the appeal of actually of having actual office space, but why can't he go back to work? Why would he want to go back to work to being apart all day? Um, he wants his own space. It's not because he... It, I don't think it's because he doesn't love you, unless he's fucking the secretary. But let's not go down that road. Let's not assume that he's doing something wrong until he gives you a reason to think that he's doing something wrong. Until then, the guy probably does want to be more... They're offering this to him. He wants to take it up on it. He wants to take them up on it, and he wants to be more productive. So I think that you should allow him to do so. And yeah, COVID made us all absolutely, you know, more closer or with, you know, tight at the hip with something. Um, that's why I love Chase so much because we were basically inseparable. Inseparable, right, handsome? Right? I can't let him sleep. I have to fucking wake him up. Um, but yeah, eventually that, that till those times move on. You cherish them, and, but you're super happy when you see them again. And you do need separation time. Separation separations time is important, whether it's a weekend out with the guys or uh, it's um, going to the gym or having some alone time so you could write or read or use the bathroom for God's sakes or go to work. Or go and work on your business or something like that. It's important. That space is important. Don't feel like you're, I don't know, losing out. You're just, it's a great time. You should appreciate the time you were together. It made you closer. But then daddy's got to go to work. And hopefully he's not going to work to bang a cocktail waitress. Had to throw that in there. I'm sorry. Uh, let's do one more and then we'll close up shop for this week. I got one more. 
Uh, Ooh, okay. Am I wrong to feel about... Ooh, this is a nice, tasty one. All right, we are closing on this one. Am I wrong to feel upset that my ex-husband said he's at peace about our divorce, which I initiated? I recently had dinner with my ex-husband. Our divorce was finalized nearly two years ago, and we have not spoken since. I was hoping that we would reconnect and perhaps explore the possibility of a friendship. I'm not sure what was ex what I was expecting when we met for dinner, but I wasn't expecting the outcome that I got. Halfway through the night, I asked him how he has been dealing with our divorce. His response was that he was completely okay with the fact that we got a divorce and he knew it was for the best. He seemed as if he did not care that it happened at all. I'm not sure why this hurt my feelings so badly as I am the one who filed for divorce in the first place, but I have been in a funk about it for days. Am I wrong to feel this way? Well, you got a divorce. This person, see, here's the thing. Once you get a divorce, the other person has 100% rights to absolutely not give a shit about you. So don't be surprised if you go, hey, what do you think? You know, what do you think about us? I could not give a fuck less. Thanks for the fucking steak. See ya. Not give a shit at all. At all. So it was finalized nearly two years ago. You hadn't spoken to each other. You saw each other, it was like, you know, hey, great to, you know, it's good to see you, or whatever. You reconnected in a way. But why are you exploring the possibility of a friendship? What good does it do? Do you have kids? Because if you don't, take care. You obviously are looking for something. You're not looking for friendship. You, you obviously, you initiated the divorce because your husband, for whatever reason. There's something missing from this. This is obviously a one-sided, um... You, this is a one-sided, uh, uh, you know, question Q and A. So you're talking about it from your angle. You're obviously leaving something, something out. Maybe he cheated on you, or you cheated on him, or, or, or the relationship fell apart because somebody got fat. Um, that being said, you asked for a divorce. He granted it to you, and then you didn't speak to each other since. That's the end of it. That's it. You divorced. You move to California, you move to Maine, we're done here. Never speak to each other again, and that's how it works. So I don't know what else to tell you. You're you're like, you were expecting something to be like, oh, hey, yeah, no. It doesn't matter if it's a dude or a guy. It's like, I'm fucking done with you. I'm, I'm glad we got a divorce. I feel, I feel great. That totally wasn't working out. I mean, is that are you going to be jolted by that a little bit? Yeah, but you got a divorce. You don't live together anymore. So don't be surprised if the person's like, I feel fucking awesome. See you, bitch. And that's the end of it. So, and, and if it's if the roles were, were reversed and the guy asked for the divorce, I mean, expect the same thing. And obviously he's probably like great about it. He's probably like, you know, dating again. And I don't know what you guys look like. I'm just assuming right now that you're both fucking ugly. Uh, but the dude's pulling more shit than you are. And you're obviously lonely. I'm sorry, but I kind of, I kind of like his answer. It's like I feel great. I feel perfectly okay. I'm glad we got a divorce. Totally for the best. She's like, oh, what? You're not, ups you're not upset at all. He's like, no, 
fucking happy as shit working out. I got abs. I'm banging the cocktail waitress at my fucking at my bar down the street. This is fucking sweet. She's ten years younger than me. She's way better looking than you. But how you doing? <laughs> so, yeah, don't know what to tell you. You uh, sorry, honey, you lost a good one. <laughs> I have no idea. Who cares? Anyways. Uh, I think we're done here. We're closing up at almost 50 minutes. Uh, if you want to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amounts appreciated. We are now on Substack. We are officially on Rumble, rumble.com, positive sarcasm. You can like there, subscribe there, share from there. I dropped a new article last week, so go ahead and check that out. The Great, Re- the Great Reschlep, um, which is available on Rumble. And, of course, where podcasts are available. It's on the same podcast stream. Um, Substack as well. Try out my new uh, sponsor. Go to magicmind.co and learn all about the good, juicy stuff I recommend. Take it with food. Take it with food. Take it with food. And if you are taking a vitamin D supplement, skip it the day you're taking Magic Mind. Thank you. Thank me later. Uh, in the meantime, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Substack, TuneIn, Podcast Addict. Anywhere where audio podcasts are available, including at my website where you can download it and stream it from there. But in the meantime, uh, we're done here. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing, and I'll check you all out next week. Recorded here from Spare Parts Studio. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.